have strength, you shall be known as Usul, which is the strength of the base of the pillar. This is your secret name in our troop. But you must choose the name of manhood, which we will call you openly. What do you call the mouse shadow in the second moon? We call that one Muad'Dib. Could I be known as Paul Muad'Dib? You are Paul Muad'Dib. Welcome back to another round, another episode, another chapter in the Murph Morales story. Thank you so much for joining. The quote for today's episode is from Frank Herbert's grand novel, Dune. I read the book last year in the hopes that I could finish it before the movie came out, and I was absolutely hooked. The world that Frank Herbert builds is nothing short of extraordinary. What was great about his book is that, like J.R.R. Tolkien, Frank really just places you in the world without much explanation or guidance. You explore the world as much as the characters in it. But one of his unsung talents is his attention to naming characters, places, and objects. There's a warrior in his books named Duncan Idaho. Duncan Idaho. Amazing. So today, we're going to discuss the power of names and the responsibility they bestow on those that they are given. Names give a unique identity to people. So stick around and listen. I'm glad you're here. My first name is Conrad, if you guys didn't already know. Now, when I was younger, I absolutely loathed my name. Couldn't stand it. Six-year-old me was like, who is this Conrad Murphy ninny muffin guy? He sounds like the name of a small Irish boy with a Russian heritage that doesn't know how to tie his shoes or something like that. I didn't like it. That much was true. Didn't like it at all. One reason was because I didn't know any other Conrads around me. My childhood nickname was Connor, and I also didn't know any of those at the time when I was really young. The names I liked were the Jasons, the Jordans, Kyles, Matthews, all the names you usually hear in school during roll call. Now, I was a Denver Broncos fan when I was younger as well. Absolute, die-hard Denver Broncos fan. The reason that I was a fan was because my mom bought me a kid-sized Denver Broncos uniform for Halloween when I was in kindergarten or something like that around that age. I never actually watched them play a down of football. I just really liked the the horse logo with the little flame-looking mane across the back. But absolute diehard fan. Diehard. So I remember vividly coming into the laundry room in our apartment and asking my mom, Hey, can we change my name to, I don't know, John Elway? Now, John Elway was about one to two years into retirement as the famed Denver Broncos quarterback whenever I got my uniform. But what I failed to realize at my young age is the power of a name is to establish a unique identity to a person or thing. Like I said, I was known as Connor when I was younger, a nickname. But I was with my dad one day when I was probably around 12 or 13, and he asked me, when are you going to start going by Conrad? And, you know, I, I sort of shrugged it off as a rhetorical question at the time, but my dad was genuinely curious. 
He went on to tell me why he and my mom gave me that name and that it was a strong, good name that they gave with the intention that I'd be proud of it and would go by it. And that's kind of when my mindset over my name had started to change. There were two big reasons for the change. One was that I started to enjoy the uniqueness of it. There are probably only two to three Conrads I've personally met over the course of my life, if that. Plus, everyone has always remarked on my name when I introduced myself. The second reason is that I really appreciated that my parents had a purpose, an intention behind the name they gave me. It gave me something to live towards, something to live up to. It was the hope of my parents that I live up to the strength of the name that they gave me. When I was in middle school, we had an assignment to look up the meanings of our names. I'm sure most people do. So I went home and started with my last name, Murphy. I definitely lucked out on that one because Murphy means warrior of the sea. All right, one awesome name down, one to go. I looked up the meaning for Conrad next. And it means brave or bold counsel. Okay, awesome. I'm two for two for wicked names. The only way that I can improve it is if my middle name was Danger. But no luck there. Thanks, Mom and Dad. Really appreciate that one. But now I pay special attention to when I have the opportunity to name things. I spend a solid 15 minutes at least at the beginning of every role-playing video game trying to decide on a perfect name for my character. My first pet that I named was a ferret named Rascal. Not my best word, I know. I know, not my best. I had a lot of ground to make up. My second pet was named Evie, short for Evangeline, named for one of my childhood favorite actresses. Evie was a strong German Shepherd. Great dog, I still miss her terribly. The dog we have now is named Alaska, after a character from a book by an author I admire. Okay, so, so we're getting better, we're getting better. We also have a leopard gecko named Margot that I personally tribute to a character from a great Wes Anderson film. All right, we're getting better. Now, why, why am I worried about all this? Why do I care about this so much? I don't think I've come across someone that believes that names are as important as I think they are. And well, one of the reasons that I think names are so important is because we have a responsibility to our names. When we're given a name, that stays with us. Also, our reputation follows our given names, for better or for worse. I worked at Chick-fil-A throughout college. I liked the job. Food was good. I met a lot of longtime friends there, several of whom I'm still close with these days. But I had a problem when I worked at Chick-fil-A. I talked too much. To be fair, that's how the, I kept the time rolling. Often, it wasn't a big deal, but sometimes I would get too distracted with the conversation that I didn't keep the chicken rolling out of the kitchen fast enough. I started to get that reputation around the kitchen. I was known as the talker. 
And that followed me throughout my time at the restaurant. I left that job wishing that I would have worked as much as I talked, to be honest. I wish that I would have left it better because I know that if I'm ever brought up to the employees at Chick-fil-A, that is one of the staple things they will remark about me. A good reputation in this day and age is very difficult to hold on to. A bad reputation is very difficult to shake. I had a conversation with a very close friend of mine about all of this, and we both talked about how we need to be better workers. We need to be better husbands, better men. Not only because our reputations rely on it, but because our families also carry the weight of our reputations. One of my favorite movies is Pride and Prejudice, the new one, the Keira Knightley one. One of the larger plot points in the movie is the difficulty of a family coping with a runaway family member that took off with a man in the fear that they will ruin the family's reputation because of the uncivilized nature of their quote-unquote attachment. Now, this seems really silly to us that an entire family would fall into misfortune because of one daughter's action, but that really isn't terribly far from the truth. It may take a little more of an egregious action to ruin a family's reputation in our time, but it certainly occurs. I have seen it occur. And I do not want that to be the legacy of our name. My parents, my grandparents, those before them were wonderful, hard workers that conducted themselves well, and even though their family reputation wasn't the first thing on their mind throughout their lives, they built a great legacy. And I want to be intentional about carrying that on. Several of my family members have graciously remarked to me how nice it will be to have a physician in the family once I finish school. And that makes me very proud. It really does. It makes me feel like I've contributed something to my family tree. It's something that I can attach my name to. There's a great movie called Gladiator. I'm sure many of you have seen it or heard of it. It's probably in my top 25 movies of all time. I love the whole thing all the way through. especially enjoy Richard Harris's portrayal of Marcus Aurelius at the beginning of the film. He says this regarding his reputation. I am dying. When a man sees his end, he wants to know there was some purpose to his life. How will the world speak my name in years to come? Will I be known as the philosopher, the warrior, the tyrant? Or will I be the emperor who gave Rome back her true self? I will be forgotten, as most things in this world should be, truly. But I do care passionately about my children's memory of me, because I have great admiration for my parents, and their relationship with me has directly resulted in the abundance of life that I've experienced so far. A name and reputation are so difficult to separate. So make your reputation strong, because you're not the only one that it matters to. My wife and I have a year-and-a-half-old daughter now. She is incredible. She loves animals. She loves running. She loves reading books. She loves her family. And we had a very hard time deciding on a name. We were both very picky. 
to me, this was the highest challenge of a father that I had at that time. Obviously, nothing compared to now, but at the time, it was a great challenge. What name to choose? I needed to find a name that carried the values that I hoped my daughter would strive for and embody throughout her life. And a lot of us do this through tributes. I love tribute names. Every time, you know, you see those videos of a family member finding out that a child is going to be named after them in some way, I lose it every time. I love those videos. And we kind of decided to go that route. We decided that we wanted to name our kiddo after two authors that really they believed in worlds that would be better than the ones they currently lived in. One of the authors survived World War I and went on to write and create a story where heroes persist even when darkness is insurmountable, instead of caving into despair. He went on to champion his faith in a cynical, post-God world. He created a work that was the foundation of any high fantasy novel to come after. J.R.R. Tolkien. The other author was a remarkable woman that walked in her own steps in a world dominated by men in order. Works were very well known in her time, but she remained anonymous as an author because of the reception that was given to many works by women at the time. Jane Austen. Ruel. Spelled R-E-U-E-L-L-E. An extension of one of Tolkien's middle names. Her middle name is Austen, the same as Jane's last name. And I am truly very proud of what we came up with for her name. I hope that she lives up to see the good in the world, as well as how she can act to make it better. I hope that she doesn't shirk from opportunities because she's a woman, but that she speaks up in crowds and is a champion of faith. So when you have children, or even when you're naming a pet, think on the name you're giving them, because that's the only name they will have. Find something original that will apply only to their unique lives, but maybe give them a name that will make them reflect on the great people that came before them. And take care of your own name. It's the only one you have. Let it be a marker of good things that reflect you. That's your homework. Thank you all for listening today. That's all I have for you. I dearly appreciate all of those that are tuning in. I've actually seen a slow rise in downloads lately, and I very much appreciate your patience with me as I publish new episodes. I know it's been a while. I know I always say that I'm going to publish more faster. That may or may not happen. But the first year of medical school has ended for me, and so maybe I'll find some more time to do that. As always, any tips, any suggestions or remarks are welcome at my contact email that I will have in the show notes. Go and get after it. I'll talk to you later.